The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Mr. Catherine Martin will be appearing before an Oireachtas committee later today to answer questions relating to the resignation of the chair of the RT board, Shuni Rahala. But the minister's own position has become untenable, according to my next guest, Emery Sherlock, Labour senator and party spokesperson on media. Uh, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Now, why do you say her position is untenable? Well, I think, Pat, uh, I think a lot of people, and very much including myself, are absolutely bewildered that we're, we're currently in the place that we're in, that eight months since the crisis um, erupted in RTE, that this drama has continued to go on and indeed was intensified and exacerbated by the minister's interview last Thursday night on primetime. And I think, you know, the public out there are fed up to the teeth now of this um, uh, ongoing crisis in RT and, and the government needs to, to, to get a grip, need to take control mm. of the issue. RT needs to be, needs not to be the story anymore. Uh, and, and, and I think there are very serious questions about the minister's judgment and decision to actually, you know, participate in that programme last Thursday night and say what she said in the face of the facts that, you know, I suppose we had understood prior to that programme and of mm. course have been well covered by the newspapers. Yeah, quick and question. By the over the weekend. Do you believe that uh, she expected on foot of her comments about Shuni Rahala that Shuni Rahala would resign? I mean, w- was this her intent, do you believe, uh, when she went on that programme? I mean, she could have had a private phone call with Shuni Rahala. She had a meeting scheduled for the following day. They could have had a little chat on a, at the end of it if uh, Catherine Martin believed that Shuni Rahala was not the one to continue. They, they could have parted. Um, at that point. Well, as as grown-ups, you'd expect that if somebody has an issue with somebody else, right, and particularly when we're talking about the minister and the chair of the the board of RT, that if there is an issue, that that is, you know, resolved within the privacy of a meeting room. And of course, then, if it can't be resolved, then further action have to be taken. But to think that a meeting was scheduled to take place on the Friday morning and the minister went on air to air her grievances over the airwaves uh, in advance of that meeting is frankly just no, but incredible. D- d- the question I asked you, do you believe that it was her intention that Shuni Rahla would resign on foot well, of her comments? Or do you think uh, she was as gobsmacked as everybody else was to wake up on Friday morning to find the RT chair had gone? Well, if the minister went on air and said what she said and didn't expect that the chair felt she didn't have the confidence of her minister, then I think that, you know, there's even greater questions to be asked. Like I said, it was abundantly clear from what the minister said on air that she did not have confidence in the chair. And uh, and, 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 and I, I think, you know, I would be even more shocked if the minister said that she expected Shuni Rahalik to take this lying down effectively mm. to await the, the meeting the following morning. Like at the end of the day, you know, we we have seen a number of people have to uh, put their shoulders to the wheel. And, you know, min- the minister herself has spent hours, far too many hours on RT over the last eight months. Shuni Rahalik has, has put an enormous amount of time, Kevin Backhurst, like, of course, people make mistakes, right? But it's how mistakes are dealt with. That is the critical thing for me. And and the judgment in terms of going on air and actually airing those grievances as opposed to getting the person into the room and dealing with them. Mm. And look, to, to our mind, there's, there's a series of issues here about 
the minister effectively being on the back foot. Like, how was the minister only asking questions last week about the package when those packages were dealt with last year? Like, is in July and October last year? The minister also said she didn't know about the four hundred fifty thousand euro package for Breed O'Keefe. Now, surely be to God, whatever about the minister, but even the people around her, her officials. When, you know, it became a clear that there was a question mark over Breed O'Keefe, and of course we had to have a report into, you know, the circumstances of it, surely the, the department and, and the ministers, people would have asked, well, how much is it? Like, how politic, how how damaging is this going to be for RT and, and how do we deal with this? And to think that those questions, it appears, were not asked I think pose very serious questions about the yeah. minister's capacity to deal with RT. And, look, and, and, and to be clear, Pat, and this is very important. Yeah. The minister has done some really important and excellent work in other areas in the arts, right? But but RT is not just the, the crisis in RT is not just hurting staff in RT. It's also hurting the wider in, independent production sector mm. because they rely on RTE part of it to, gen, to, to to commission content. And if there's stalemate within RT, as we understand with regards to all this at the moment, then they can't get on with the work they want to do. So this isn't just about RT. This is about the ind- ind- wider independence uh, production sector who we need to be able to support and and, 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 and foster in this country. Yeah. Now, what would you like to happen, given that you say Catherine Brown was doing a good job in other areas of the arts and so on, would you like to see the RTE part of our brief stripped away from her and given to somebody else? Well, I think in the first instance... Because the, the government is, is backing her. Yeah, no, uh, and we moment. heard that. And, 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 and I think in the first instance, we need to see the Taoiseach and Thaunch to actually set out a plan now. Like, it's not in any way clear as to who's going to be appointed to RT. Are they going to actually take on the job, you know, in, in advance of the two very significant reports that have been, you know, commissioned into the future HR and corporate governance structures within RT. So I think it's not in any way clear that we're going to have uh, a chair by the end of the week or indeed next week. I think the second key thing is that the, the, the government needs to set out exactly what's going to happen here with regards to the future funding of RT. And in some ways, to my mind, it's kind of suited Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael to have a Green Minister for the media because it's allowed them to get off the hook with regards to making any decision. We need to have a decision. RT needs to have some clarity as to how it's going to be funded into the future, not only for licensed pairs out there, but for the whole of the media sector. So I, I, I think there's huge questions here of the Tisha Kanthanishta in terms of, you know, what are they going to do now? Uh, and look, you know, we've... We, we, well, they're not we, going to do anything, it would appear, about Catherine Martin. They're going to keep her there. Um, it, they would not like to, if you like, give um, a hostage to uh, those people uh, who, who would take political advantage of it. Yeah, no, absolutely. And to your point that you made there, like, you know, certainly I take the view that the, the issue of RT now is, 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 is too big for the, for the, for the government to get wrong. So whether it is another minister taking on the media brief. Um, then certainly I would be very open to that. But I think the, the key issue here is that the public um, have a sense that there is a firm grip of the situation. Uh, so and at this point thing, in time, we don't have that. The thing about what RT does uh, best, perhaps, is current affairs. They have a right go at governments, no matter what their colour is, whether they're made up of Labour or Fianna Fáil or Fianna Gael or the Greens uh, or a gang of independents or whatever it might be in the future with Sinn Féin and so on. They do it without fear or favour. They have a right go. Now, when we see this kind of, uh, you know, attempt to take over absolute control of RT, it makes you worry about the independence of that organisation going forward if the minister of the day, whoever he or she might be, 
is interfering with the ability of the executive to do their job. I mean, Kevin Backers was told, sort out governance, get rid of the people you need to get rid of. Who goes? Rory Coveney goes, Richard Collins goes, a number of other people left either without packages or because their time was up in terms of retirement. But now we have, you know, people like you wanting more political interference in an organisation that struggles sometimes to have editorial independence from the body politic. Uh, well, I absolutely reject what you've just said there, Pat, that uh, people like me, uh, like, is it wanting greater interference? Like, Well, so it would appear you, from what you're saying. No, 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 absolutely not, right? You want the Taoiseach like, and the Tonish no, to get no, involved no, no, in this. No, 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 let, let, me, let me be clear now. Let me be clear, right? Because you, 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 you've made the point, right? The, the reality is that there were high profile exits from RT. Okay. We had what we had to say about those in terms of that we were told there were resignations and then there was money associated with them, right? So look, you know, anybody listening to your program this morning, if they walk out of a private sector job and they resign their job in the morning, you know, if 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 they're at a more junior level, they walk out with not a, a brown farthing in their pocket. If they're at a very senior level, they might be able to get the lawyers in to negotiate something for themselves, right? So we've we've we 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 made our point about RT on that. But the key point here is the minute Minister herself, right, has generated this latest round of the crisis in terms of saying that she asked a question, she didn't get an answer. She was then told the answer on Thursday morning and she still went on the airwaves. And the reality is that when we talk about the wider question about the future funding of RT and the question of independence, what is critically important to remember here, and you know this, Pat, is that RTE is funded uh, to the tune of about 45% of its of its income from advertising revenues. Now, no other national broadcaster across the whole of the European Union is reliant to the extent of 45% on, on, on advertising revenues. I think Malta comes closest at about 18%. So there is a fundamental issue as to the extent to which RT relies on advertising revenue and the decisions that it has to make accordingly because it's so reliant on advertising revenue. We have very clearly stated that the government needs to make a decision on how RT needs to be funded into the future. And there's no reason why RTE can't get much greater state funding and still remain absolutely independent. Like, you know, I have been unequivocal in saying that Kevin Backhurst needs to get on with the job. I don't necessarily agree with everything that he is doing, but I have been absolutely supportive in saying that he's the right man for the job and he needs to get on with the job. And to be honest, this, this, the interview last Thursday night and this concocted crisis um, and, and I suppose one of the questions we'll be asking this evening is, you know, why was there a breakdown in the relationship between Shuni Rahalik and Catherine Martin? Because I remain bewildered about that. But as, as, as a public representative, I don't want to be talking about RT anymore. I want RT to get on with the job of pulling itself together now and putting itself on a sound footing. And to think that we have this latest round of drama. It is It is frankly outrageous that we're spending three hours this evening now questioning Catherine Martin about why we no longer have a chair of the board at a very crucial time for RT what, what when RT expect, needs to be off the, uh, okay. uh, off the headlines. What do you want to learn? I mean, what questions should be put to Catherine Martin uh, later on tonight? Well, Catherine Martin has, you know, insinuated that that there were, you know, she, she was, she's been misled, right? So was it just last week? Or, you know, was it multiple occasions? What, what is it? Because the thing is, you know, effectively it's been put out there now that there is an issue between the department and RTE. And we need to understand that because in order to move forward... Um, and, and, you know, that, that we need to understand that there is that RT and government must have to work in lockstep together. And if, if that if that hasn't been the case, 
then why hasn't it been the case? And how do we fix it going into the future? Like there is an irony here that the government have said all along that in order to give the 40, the 40 million um, to RTE this year, that it needs to uh, see certain reforms. So it's the government themselves that are inserting themselves into the reform process of RTE and demanding that they see reforms before they give, give up money. But isn't that RTE what you, is already, don't you appoint all, a board? to do just that. I mean, why have a dog if you have to bark yourself? So what you do is you appoint a competent board and there are questions obviously about the skill set that goes into any board and the skill set of a chair because the relationship is between the chair and the minister. But that's what you do. You appoint people who are competent to do things and if they haven't done it well, well, they all have to go. Well, well, you know, Pat, I've been on the record now a, a quite a number of times over the last six months in particular, right, in that we know that RT was in need of a bailout prior to this crisis emerging last June. And then it's needed another cash injection at, at, the, at last October and it's due another 40 million. So about 71 million between 2023 and 2024. And all along, I have said to the government, don't you know, dangle over RTE that you need to see reforms uh, and and say that you've you've got to wait for the money until we see reforms. Because the reality is that RTE is suffering now. You know, there's cuts to content that are happening now. There's there's a recruitment embargo that's happening now. So the key thing is that, you know, I've been very clear that, you know, the state needs to support RTE and help it reform, but not be dangling the money over until they see, uh, until they see reforms. And, okay. and, and now we're seeing a change of the cards now. And, 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 and the, I suppose the minister has, you know, directly intervened with RTE and, 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 and the chair and the board. And, and, and frankly, I don't think that was appropriate what happened last week. And, 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 we, and we need to see by the end of this week, you know, an end to the drama and RTE off the headlines. Labour Senator Marie Sherlock, thank you very much, Marie, for joining us on the programme. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.